Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 128, Disney Parks Need the Movies. My name is Pete, and joining me tonight is not Matt and Tom. So I'm going to apologize in advance if, if uh, Pete starts coughing up a lung. He could not clear his throat before the intro. We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation as well as bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. Are, are we going to be able to throat. make it through this episode? We're going to try. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do our damnedest. Can are I, you sick? Say that? I don't think I'm sick. I think it's just allergies. Or it's or it's the coronavirus. E- either one. I don't know yet. Well, you're battling, regardless. Battling through. Tonight, I'm, I'm excited about this episode. I wasn't really when you texted me, but I'm excited now. Yeah, my We're sitting at dinner. My wife, I, I'm kind of telling her the... The idea I won't mention to you guys that we had since it wasn't very good in her opinion. And she's she dropped this bomb on me and said, hey, why don't you guys talk about movies that are underappreciated or underrepresented in the Disney, in the Walt Disney World parks? Pete, I think we have a pretty good list. Yeah, I'm excited about this list. I'm excited about this list for sure. I, looking at the list, I, I'll, to start, I'll say a couple of these will be quick fixes, quick suggestions, but... But we'll get into all that here in a minute. Yeah, before we do that, let's uh, let's talk about the news that's out. And there's really not a whole lot of news this week. I guess the biggest piece of news is that Disneyland Resort has announced their phased reopening plan uh, beginning July 9th with Downtown Disney. And then Disneyland Park, Disneyland, Disney's California Adventure reopening on July 17th. And then the Grand Californian Paradise Pier reopening July 23rd. Hong Kong Disneyland also uh, is is going to be reopening June 18th. So it's exciting to see some of these other parks coming back online. The uh, Really the only other piece of news, and it really just more of a rumor at this point, that uh, Reflections, which of course is a new DVC resort that is being built or in the process of being built uh, over the, the uh, old river country, has supposedly been either stalled or canceled. Not really sure. Disney has not announced anything, but people have been reporting seeing workers removing Kong or removing uh, rebar, and so there's there is some suspicion that this has been canceled. This is another uh, this is another victim of everything that's going on. So other than that, really no uh, no more news for this week. Well, before we get into the main topic for tonight, let's pause for just a second to hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. So your family is coming to Orlando, and the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. You're not asking for much. You just want the convenience of a clean, affordable stroller or crib delivered to your hotel or vacation home, ready to use. Welcome to Kingdom Strollers, a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. To book your stroller or crib, just click on the item you'd like to reserve and select the dates for your rental. We run a tight ship, so we will never overbook. Next, tell us where you're staying and choose the times for delivery and pickup. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. 
Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today. Okay, let's talk movies. What, what did they say at the beginning? R.I.P. What did they say at the beginning of the great movie? This is your journey into the movies or something like that? I don't even remember. It's been so long. I'm having withdrawals. I, you know what? I should look it up. But, but yeah, I don't know. It was something about going into the movies. This is going to be our journey into Disney movies. Yeah, and, and as I was mentioning before the break, a few of these we've probably discussed at times when we're talking about replacing attractions or getting rid of an attraction. But, but I think what we're trying to accomplish in this episode is we're going to name a movie that we think deserves to be in the park or deserves a bigger spotlight in the park. And we're going to tell you how we would want an attraction to look. I don't know how specific we're going to get because we actually didn't talk through that. We're just, we're here. I think that, so, I think that some of these we have like really good ideas just off the cuff, like what we want to see about that movie. Some of these we're just going to be like, oh yeah, we should have this in the park. And some of them we're going to be like, yeah, you just need to replace this with this movie. Just retheme it. And-, and and another thing, when we were looking over the list, I kept telling Pete, I, I just don't want to have a major oversight. And the likelihood is we probably do. And that's why we have the best listeners in the podcast business, because you guys will, will shoot us what you would have put in the park. So I'm not that concerned about it. If we have an oversight, I'll learn something new. There you go. I think we've got a pretty good list here. We've 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 hit all the high points, in my opinion. Now we 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 did not put any Star Wars in here because there's a Galaxy's Edge, and I and I feel like uh, Star Wars is duly represented. Maybe not the Star Wars that we all want, that we wish were there, but Star Wars is duly represented and represented well. We didn't put any Toy Story in here because there's a Toy Story Land, and uh, we didn't put any Marvel movies in here either. Yep, and another one that jumps out to a lot of people, Tron, we didn't mention because obviously that's going, it's not there, but it's very, very well on its way. So that's one movie that we, we kind of joked, you know, we, we should talk about it, but we're already getting that. Yes. All right, well, let's go to the first movie that I think comes up anytime you and I talk about this. This movie comes up because it literally has no presence in the parks whatsoever, and that's and that's Hercules. I think this is... One of the most underrated Disney movies of all time. Sadly, tragically underrated, right? Great soundtrack as well. And that, and that obviously does help make a Disney movie. And this would be, to me, so easy to do a roller coaster around this. Would make complete sense. I'm thinking like you're riding Pegasus around, fighting the, fighting the what are they called? The Titans? I mean, you, could, you could do something like Soarin' or something like Flight of Passage with this movie. You're flying around on. Oh, it could be flight of. Pa- you could re. You could retheme flight of passage. I mean, you wouldn't want to do that, obviously. But, but that that's an idea for this. You could be riding on Pegasus, fighting the Titans. Yeah, I, I think you could do some theming with uh, if you, if you want to do an indoor coaster, and you talk about some of the projection theming Disney can do, going in and out of clouds. As you look at Hercules, I think riding Pegasus is a a really easy idea that you could theme a roller coaster around. If you wanted to do a flight of passage type, that makes complete sense as well. Or you could go or you could go into the underworld. Now one thing I do think you need to do with this movie is you do need to have the distance, go the distance, and you do need to have uh, I won't say I'm in love in here. Well and and 
you know, Zero to Hero. I, there, there's a lot of great songs from this movie. So, so the soundtrack definitely needs to be represented here. I, I'm not embarrassed to say that I will, if I'm driving and, and I won't say I'm in love, if that comes on, I'll sing it. I'll sing it by myself in the car. Uh, it's a good song. I think, Pete, what, what you're talking about with the Underworld is a really good point. I think Hades needs to be represented. He does have a, a you know a portion in he always has in the villains night that Disney's have that Disney has done, but I think you could have, you know, think about uh, like Toy Story Land where you do go under the bridge. You could have something like that where you have a quick glance into the underworld, and then back out of it. And maybe you could get the original actor who did the voice of Hades to provide the voice for him. And, and who was that again? No Not comment. Jay Leno, was it? Not Jay no Leno, was it? It sounds no. just like Jay Leno. It was definitely Jim Woods. Definitely Jim Woods. So, moving on. So, I- I'm going to lump these next two together because, to start, Moana is one of them. And we do have something potentially, hopefully, coming to Epcot. But I, I don't know if it's going to be enough. To me, Moana is a, a shoe-in for a nice water attraction. And so, in the event that Moana's attraction does come to Epcot... Pocahontas was the other one that I think would be a really good water ride. And it is represented in Fantasmic. And it, to me, it doesn't even fit there. So maybe it would free you up where you could move it out of Fantasmic, give us Disneyland's Fantasmic, and drop Pocahontas in as a water ride. In Animal Kingdom, it would fit really well. Or if we're des- if we're going to continue desecrating Epcot and getting rid of all the you know edutainment from Epcot... Put it in the land. Get rid of living with the land and, and make it either Moana or Pocahontas themed. If we're just going to continue desecrating Ep- Epcot. No, Peach, you can't get rid of living with the land. I have no desire to do Pocahontas or Moana at the speed of two miles per hour. That's not the attraction I'm looking for. I'm looking for something, a high-speed water attraction. And you could focus on either of them. I do think, obviously, Moana's characters are pretty strong. So... I would probably lean toward Moana as a fast-paced water ride, but I could see you going either way. I, I agree. If you if you look at Moana versus Pocahontas, Moana definitely has the better characters. Pocahontas, I mean, Pocahontas is pretty generic. John Smith is pretty generic. What's Governor Radcliffe is, you know, he's just a bad guy. Whereas I feel like Moana, yeah, you, you've you've got you've got Moana, you've got Maui, you've got what's the big green guy. Magma monster thing. Don't remember. It doesn't matter. You've you've got <laughs> that's how well developed she is. I don't remember her name, but you've you've got you've got better developed characters, I think, in Moana. So yeah, I think I think Moana's my choice for this, but I could see either one of these working as a as a water ride. So the next one on the list we've got is represented in the parks, but it's it's kind of a crappy representation in my opinion. We don't really need it. And we've talked about getting rid of this ride before. Just because it would it would really free up Adventureland, it would really open up Adventureland, and and you'd have a lot more space to to kind of maneuver in there. And that's Aladdin. I, I think that having the flying carpets of Aladdin is not a great representation of the movie. I agree. I I do think it'd be it's vitally important that the magic carpet is featured with this attraction. A couple different ways you can go. Again, you could look. And I feel like we're just repeating ourselves, but certainly a roller coaster opportunity, or certainly something like a Soren, or like a Flight of Passage. I mean, or like a Peter Pan. If you if you really you, just want to do a dark ride, you could do a dark you could ride do with like Peter Pan, yeah. Cap- and yeah, 
and I was about to say Peter Pan and Captain Hook, of course. You could do a dark ride with Aladdin and Jafar. Yeah. And, and you know, there there was something. I don't know if you remember. I vaguely remember at Disney Quest. There was something with a magic carpet and yes, riding a, the magic carpet. It was kind of a simulator. I believe shortly after that, they had the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, in the same area. But yes, I, I did do the magic carpet at Disney Quest. And I think you just, you just, Disney competes with, let's be honest, they compete with Universal and SeaWorld to a lesser degree. What is Universal's major ploy? Thrill, 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 thrill rides, thrill attractions. Disney has a lot of opportunity to put those in with all of the movies we've named so far. You could have an intense water ride. You could have multiple roller coasters, multiple simulations. I think there's a lot of opportunity. And these aren't just off-the-shelf movies that people don't love. I mean, I think the first four movies we've named are strong Disney movies. I agree. So the next one, this is an easy fix. I don't want to spend a ton of time here. We have Cars. And if I can't remove Tomorrowland Speedway, please let me make it Cars. I guess I I hate to see Cars represented in the parks by Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. Because it's not it's not a real attraction, I don't think. It's something they kind of threw together to put something in that space. I'd be okay replacing Test Track with, you know, something similar to what they have at, at Disneyland and, and getting cars in the park that way. I so it just so Radiator Springs just doesn't fit. I mean, I, I know you know the architecture that went into Radiator Springs. Yeah, absolutely. It it doesn't fit. So I think the the to me the most logical place if we're if we are going to get cars uh, improve their their spotlight in the parks. It has to be at Tomorrowland Speedway. All right, next one on the list we have is Mulan. And I'm, I'm I giving this one to you. Well, I threw it on here because I like the movie, and there there is no Mulan representation at the parks at all, right? I mean, there's there's not. I just don't, I don't know, know how, how you fit it in. Yeah, I I don't I don't know how you fit it in either. I don't know where you put it. I don't know how you fit it in. But but I think it does need some kind of some kind of representation. You know, I'm thinking, you know, there's dragons in there. Maybe you do something with that. I, I don't know. This is one of those movies, like we said at the beginning of this list, we're going to have some movies we just throw in there and we're like, hey, we think the movie needs to be represented more, but we don't know what. So I'm going to, at least at this point, I'm going to spend Mulan to our listeners. You guys tell us how you'd fit Mulan in, or, or if you have no interest at all, that's fine too. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it in the uh, I'd like to see it in the parks, but I don't really know in what capacity or or how we would uh, how we would make that happen. But I would like to see it. So my idea for this next movie is well, 101 Dalmatians. My idea for for a for a ride or some kind of representation for this movie is something very similar to Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And and you think of Horace and Jasper stealing the puppies and driving around in their in their jalopy. Whatever you want to call it, like I don't know, that to me screams very similar to Mister Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, I think there's a couple different directions Disney could go here. My, this was actually a suggestion that that my wife had before Pete came up with it too. So we talked about it at dinner. You could you could look at some of the technology they've been able to put into Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and what what will be Ratatouille. And what you have it at in Galaxy's Edge with Rise of Resistance, so a a trackless vehicle, and you could you could be the polka dotted ride vehicle. You're the you know you're the puppy trying to escape, 
that that could be a direction they could go. I think if you really wanted to go dark, you could do something themed around Corella Deville. But I just don't know if if that's, I mean, as as uh, PC as America can be. You know, I could see them. I could see some backlash there. I think at the end of the day, you need to have some sort of uh, message shared about the Humane Society because I, you know, I like what they do at the end of of Kilimanjaro, and I I think there probably could be a, pl- a ploy here where you could uh, you could raise some awareness. So I like 101 Dalmatians for a lot of reasons, and I I mean I think there's tons of different directions they could go. The only concern I have is I don't know how popular this movie is, you know, for everyone. I know it's popular yeah, I, in my house. I, I can see that, but my my daughter loves Hunter Wind Dalmatians, so you know I think it's I think it's still a movie that's very much out there and that the people 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 love still. You know, I, and I'll tell you, growing up, my cousin absolutely loved Pongo. Absolutely love Pongo. When we went to Disney World, we were probably, I don't know, nine or ten, something like that. And he had to go find a Pongo doll. Or, you know, a stuffed Pongo. That was that was something that he had to do on the trip. So I, I think I think that uh, I think that it resonates with kids still. It is an older movie, no question about it. I would like to see something with Corella Deville in her car. If if you're not gonna put cars in here, maybe you maybe you do something with that at Tomorrowland Speedway. I agree. Yep. I. I, I just. Uh, again. I mean. I, they already. They already got the smoke right. And she's always. <laughs> she's always smoking that cigarette with the she, green they smoke. They do have on the everywhere. smoke. They do have the smoke. <laughs> so another one. Uh, our next next movie on our list. It is representing the park with a dance party, and they have a little bit of a section dedicated to them in Hollywood Studios. You probably know exactly what I'm talking about because I am pretty adamant that Disney really dropped the ball on making Toy Story Land and not making it Pixar Place or Pixar Land. I think The Incredibles deserve an attraction. You could go a ton of different ways here if you just want to focus on one of The Incredibles in the family, or you could try to build an attraction that hits a few of their different strengths. You know, super strength, super speed, Elastigirl. I, I don't know. I just... Blown Opportunity, really, really popular movie franchise. I think these movies are fantastic myself. I was kind of late to the game on them, but I have watched them and I do I do like them a lot. And they're really pop. Their section is popular in Hollywood Studios. So my hope is that 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 was kind of a feeler for Disney to see if people did take to The Incredibles, and that one day we will see something in Hollywood Studios representing The Incredibles. Well, my thought. When I think of the putting the Incredibles in the parks, my first thought is, you think back to the first Incredibles movie, you've got Mr. Incredible, he flies in on that cool plane, he goes into like a little escape pod, they drop him on the island, and then he fights a giant robot. Like, how cool of a ride would that be? Think, think of something like Rise of the Resistance, but in the Incredibles. Think of something like, you know, we, we, we did Wreck-It, the Wreck-It Ralph Void. Think of something like that in a Disney park with the Incredibles with rise of resistance type vehicles. Like, I mean, you've, you've got, you could, you could go into the, uh, whatever the shuttle to get to the, to get to the Island. You ride the shuttle, they drop it, you know, you know, something similar to that. I think that'd be a really cool ride. It would be. And then you could, and then you could shoot the robot. You could have a little shooting. You could have a shooting gun. Yeah. Shooting gun at the end. 
I, I, I agree with you. I think that uh, the Incredibles are sorely misrepresented in uh, in Disney World. I, I think that uh, I think there's. I mean, they fit pretty much anywhere, right? They're already at Magic Kingdom with the dance party. They're at Hollywood Studios, kind of. So, so yeah, I think uh, I think we need to get some Incredibles Incredibles love here because it is a it is a good franchise. So something else that uh, that is represented in the parks, but I don't I don't know that it's represented in the best way that it can be. And that's Beauty and the Beast. So I put this on on the list here. Right now, Beauty and the Beast, we have Gaston's Tavern, we have Be Our Guest, and we have basically a retelling of the movie at Hollywood Studios. Right? Could you do more with Beauty and the Beast? So it's it's still quite a bit of representation one thing they could do is i mean poor beast could you have given him a castle that at least looked relatively big well and that's where i want to go with this and this is going to seem you know from from what i've said about tom sawyer island and and what i've said about uh swiss family robinson treehouse this is going to seem kind of counterintuitive but i would like to see sort of a beast castle walkthrough attached to be our guest this Okay, so let me make sure I'm clear here. This would be separate from having a dining reservation and going to walk through. Absolutely. This would be separate from dining at Be Our Guest, but this would be, you know, you go to Beast Castle, you see Beast Castle from a distance, you walk up and you walk through Beast Castle. And maybe that you have some animatronic, you know, Chip and Lumiere and Cogsworth and all those folks. Maybe you see Belle whatever. It doesn't have to be a ride. I mean, a walkthrough necessarily. It could be a ride through. It could be a dark ride. Could it be, could it be Haunted Mansion type speed? Yeah. It could be a little Omnimover ride, just like Haunted Mansion. Just a, just a ride through of the castle. I think that would be really cool. I don't hate that at all. Because when you said Beauty and the Beast earlier, if you, if you could see our outline, we had a question mark by it because I mean, one, we both kind of said, well, hold on. There's a ton of representation throughout the parks, but is it the right representation? I think you do miss a critical part. Now, when you go in to dine at Be Our Guest, there are certainly some features that remind you of what you've seen in the movie. But I agree. I, I do think there could be a benefit of having an Omnimover type attraction there. It would it would suck up guests. I mean, we talk about Little Mermaid, uh, Voyage of Little Mermaid Under the Sea. That That attraction you could do away with and take all that area and do it there. Yeah, I mean, I and I guess would it be any better being Beauty and the Beast? Who knows? I don't know. Could you, how scary and dark could you make the castle? That that's kind of my thing. Well, I don't want it to be a retelling of the movie, though. I just want you to like go through the various rooms of Beast Castle. It needs to be Beast Dark Past. That's what we need to go through. What it? Whatever. The inner thing. The the mind of the beast. Gosh, you can name it that. Wow. Well, he, here's one. That I think we've talked about only represented in the park from a show multiple times a day in the Mexico Pavilion, right? In the inside of the pavilion right there, there are some movie props. But Coco, again, pretty easy fix for me. This is exactly like we like I'm doing with cars and putting that in Tomorrowland Speedway. I'm I as much as I do love the Grand Fiesta Tour, Coco, the soundtrack, everything about it, really, really popular movie. It would be a really popular attraction. You could keep it as a slow-moving water ride. You could relive scenes from the movie with some of the favorites. It would fit in perfectly with uh, with what Epcot's doing. And and I want to make this point. 
we were critical when Frozen debuted at Norway. But I think it's been proven to us that while we do love these older World Showcase attractions, Disney knows what they're doing if they go in and put an IP behind it. And Coco would support uh, probably a positive change in the Mexico Pavilion. Yeah, I agree. Grand Fiesta Tour does not attract a lot of crowds right now. I think if you just put Coco in there, it, it would. Certainly more than it does now. Yeah, and, w- and when we say not a lot of crowds, I mean, it's typically under a 20-minute wait, worst case. I think if you throw Coco in there, you, you do see, depending on how much work you put into it, you know, maybe not Frozen-level popularity, but, you know, 45 to 60 minutes for sure on a queue. And again, what what is Disney ultimately trying to do? It's all about crowd control. And when you have attractions that attract no one, it makes it really difficult on the, take Epcot, for instance, on the Soren and the Test Track and the Frozens of the world. It's really challenging. Absolutely. So I, I snuck this next one in here. I don't I don't know that we actually talked about it, Tom. Zootopia. Zootopia has no representation in the parks at all, as far as I know. I don't think I've ever seen any characters. But, but there's does, good characters in this movie. Does it deserve it? Yeah, I think so. I think this is a great movie. Have you seen Zootopia? I don't think I have. Uh, you need you need to watch it. I I would I would recommend that that's the next movie that you and your wife watch. Great movie, fantastic movie. Good, I mean, good message too. It's all about inclusivity, and uh, it's it's a good message. So the premise of the movie is it's it's Zootopia. So it's a it's an animal world. There's no humans, but the main character is a bunny rabbit who wants to become a cop, and so she becomes a cop, and it's kind of her story. And so. I, I think of Zootopia and I instantly think of, wow, we could have like a, a high-speed chase in a police car type ride really, really easily here. And, and all the characters from Zootopia could pop up and, and, and make, their, uh, you know, make their appearance. Or you could turn this into a, a fun shooting game, you know, kind of like a Buzz Lightyear, but maybe at a little bit higher speed. Yeah, so I ha- since I have not seen the movie, it's really tough for me to... To make comment on it for something for some reason, I do feel like there's a meet and greet with Zootopia characters, and there there could be there could be, and that would be the only representation that I'm aware of in the park. But yeah, you know, it sounds fun in theory. I would like a faster pace Buzz Lightyear kind of with some, you know something something like Men in Black at uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Something like at, Men at in Universal, Black. yeah, exactly. So the the next movie that we have on our list, maybe maybe it's because of the quarantine. Maybe it's because it skipped theaters and came straight to Disney Plus and we were excited about it. We have Onward on the list. I think Onward is an incredible movie. And I think you could do something really cool with it in the parks. I think Onward is a good movie. Maybe I don't incredible think that was strong. On- it was a very good movie. It was a good movie. I don't think it's one of Pixar's best movies. What I like, I like the world that Onward kind of establishes. More than I like the movie itself, I guess. I I, re- I like the concept of the movie more than the movie itself. So I I would love to see something to explore that world a little bit more because it's 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 fascinating to me. Am I far off thinking you could somehow do something with Onward and stick it near a Monsters Inc. and it's not a big deal? No, I I I think that's fine. That makes sense. I think right? that's fine. It makes sense in that they're both Pixar movies. I think it makes more sense that. You know, because in onwards you've got you've got trolls and you've got fairies, and you've got 
all these mythical creatures, but they live in the real world. And that's kind of how Monsters, Inc. is, too. So I can I can kind of see that that correlation being drawn. But I would love to have a ride that that it kind of explores this world a little bit more. We don't we don't really even have to have the characters from the movie because honestly to me the characters from the movie were, were kind of forgettable. Guys, it seems like Pete wants Hollywood Studios to open Onward Land. Where he I, can just I would love run I would love play. it. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, I don't let's let the listeners this this is another one. Maybe maybe give us your opinion here. It could be too early. We don't know yet. It's like do we want to jump the gun like they did on Lilo and Stitch and do Stitch's Great Escape? I don't know if, if Onward will have the longevity that some of the other movies... I mean, certainly, we've named a lot of movies here, you know, 10 plus so far, I feel like, that 90% of them, most listeners will agree, are Disney Disney classics, probably. You know, Zootopia, maybe not. Incredibles, maybe not. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Don't don't sleep on Zootopia, Tom. I'm don't sleeping on it for it. now. I'm sleeping on it for I now. Think- I think Zootopia is as good as, if not better than Coco. It's a strong statement. Isn't it? All right. Great. I, I think there's a lot of places we go with this movie. So how trippy does Disney World want to go? Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I, I have the teacups right now. That's it. Yeah, the mad, the mad tea party. And I don't think that's really representative of Alice in Wonderland. Although it, it kind of is. I mean... It gives you a sense of the like craziness of the movie, but there's just so many odd things, and you think about the shrinking and the and the growing, and and how could you incorporate that into that into a ride? I think that would be really cool to see getting bigger and getting smaller and going through Wonderland. I think that would be a really really neat ride, yeah, even th- even as a even as a dark a slow moving dark ride. So I would actually think, and and I'm just making things up on the fly because I don't know of an attraction. You know, Gardens of the Galaxy will probably be close on this. But I think going through, think like Toy Story Mania type vehicle at that kind of speed, spinning, looking at things. Because you, you do need to, you need to create some craziness. So think Toy Story Mania speed, that type of vehicle. So it's family friendly. And you're mixed, spin- mixed with the Mad Tea Party. Mixed with a little bit of Mad Tea Party, not... You know, spinning like you do in Toy Story Mania, nothing to that's going to make you sick. And I don't know if you do animatronics, if you do screens. I think you just create a wild ride. And that would sum up Alice in Wonderland to me. All right, next on the list, Inside Out. There's only really one thing we need to do with this. This one's easy. Yeah. Provided everything's still there. Provided it hasn't been... Well, Buzzy's Buzzy's been stolen. But I think Buzzy's back, isn't he? Didn't they find Buzzy? Is Buzzy back? I don't. I don't remember. I, they might have found Buzzy. I think they tracked Buzzy down. Buzzy was way bigger than you would think. I mean, Buzzy was Buzzy was huge. Yeah, whoever stole him, good job. I mean, not good job, but like <laughs> impressive job. Yeah. Can, okay. So can you make? Is Cranium Command still there? It, it obviously would fit perfectly for Inside Out. Did I they don't, t- did, did they tear that down? They might have torn it down. I don't know. No, I think it's still there. Who knows if it's still there? This is a perfect fit for Inside Out. I mean, it makes perfect sense. You're looking through the eye. Like it, yeah, it's easy. This one's easy. And I will tell you probably an unpopular opinion. I did not like this movie that much. I don't know that I've seen it. Yeah, I have. And the Disney shorts on this movie, on Disney Plus, are better than the movie. And I actually thought in the movie, you, you spend most of the time in the daughter's head. But I thought it was funnier when you went in the parent's head. Yeah, just more relatable. Yeah, well, you're you're not you're not the daughter's age. You're probably more the parents' age. Yeah, well, 
Here, here's one that that we named, and I and I won't belabor the point here. We don't want to get rid of Muppet Vision, but we do think they should take advantage of the other films. You know, you ha- you could seasonally rotate your your movie here. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of a of a Muppet Vision 3D with a Muppet Christmas Carol, like aspects of a Muppet Christmas Carol in it. That'd be an instant class, ESPN instant classic. I I don't know what they're thinking here and why they're not doing it. Muppet, and then you know in the times, I mean, look at like Epcot for example. Just follow the festivals of Epcot. When there's not a festival, you have the regular the regular Muppet Vision in there. I think they could, and they could really create some good content around this. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see Muppet Vision just change in general. The Muppets, I'm I'm worried the Muppets are going to go away from from Disney parks altogether because I'm worried that Galaxy's Edge is going to expand down Grand Avenue towards uh, Star Tours, and and I'm worried that that the Muppets are going to go away. And really, they're only back seasonally right now at at Liberty Square, right? Well, I mean, Pete, I've said this: if you if you're going to I mean, I've, I've even gone all the way of saying, you know what, just make Hollywood Studios. If you want to do this, Disney, just make Hollywood Studios Galaxy's Edge. You know, because you're right. If they expand into Muppets, you got to, and you'd have to change the pathway because you wouldn't want to interrupt, you know, um, Grand Avenue because you've done a lot of work there. But you just put Pizza Rizzo's in. It just doesn't make sense to me. But if they did it, you know, there is a lot of demand for Star Wars. It would be a shame. Let's be honest about Pizza Rizzo, though. Is is it is it worth it keeping Pizza Rizzo open? No, I don't think it is worth it. But I do think them investing money to create Pizza Rizzo. Now they didn't change yeah. a whole lot. I don't know how no, much it, it costs. It looks. I mean, it doesn't look that different. But it's definitely Muppet. I mean, it's it's Rizzo themed. It is. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hope we we maybe count. I don't know. Our days could be numbered. Well, with what's happened with the parks, they don't have the money to do anything like that currently. So No, no, this is this is definitely pie in the sky blank check type uh type Oh, what I was saying here. was no, no, not our suggestions. Those certainly are pie in the sky. I was more saying that presently we don't need to worry about Muppet Vision going anywhere because Disney just they can't afford to close it down and, and they that's, have that's, too many that's things. That's true. Too many that's things going in the fire. Here's another one we're both pretty passionate about. And I don't know if I even picked the right movie. Maybe maybe we just take it back to the original, but I think you could do a Sleeping Beauty, but think more Snow White Scary Adventures dark to it. Well, I mean, Malef- Maleficent is a great character. I I think that Maleficent is very unexplored in Sleeping Beauty. Now, if you've seen Maleficent, or there's a second Maleficent now, right? If you've seen those, obviously you get a little bit more in depth about who Maleficent is and motivation and all that kind of stuff. But so yeah, I'd, I'd love to see something that, that has to do with, with Maleficent here. I, I don't know what form that takes. Is, is it a dark ride? Like, like Snow White, Scary Adventures? Yes. I, th- I think it is because you're putting it in fantasy land in my mind. And I think again, Snow White, Scary Adventures. I mean, don't, don't kid yourself. It was scary. It was Dark. It, it was it was scary if you were. It wasn't scary like extraterrestrial alien encounter. No, scary. It, but it was. But scary, it was scary for small children. Scary for kids, and it was. I mean, they have some. I don't want to say jump moments, but you know, I always think of the evil queen looking in the mirror and spinning around, and and that's it's that kind of stuff, man. Especially especially for kids that, you know, maybe their parents think, oh, Snow White, this is a this is a good movie. This is going to be fine. 
And I think that's why Disney really emphasized Snow White's scary adventures. Because they wanted to make sure that people knew that this was going to be scary. And it, and it was. So yeah, I can, I can see making a, a Maleficent-centered ride. I'd love to see what, what Disney could do now with, uh, with her transformation into the dragon. I think that would be really neat. Yeah, and this, this is actually one that, that my wife and I talked about too over dinner. There is a, a strong presence for Maleficent, uh, whether it's sometimes in stage shows, obviously the dragon and the parade. Disney's got a lot of technology. Yeah, if they could do some projection mapping... You could do something pretty. You could do something frightening. And, and while we're talking about it, we don't have it on the list. But Fantasia, I, I'm thinking of uh, of Chernabog. Uh, that yes, yep. I I think that I I'd I'd really like to see what what could be done with that now. And and I don't want to drop the mention. Obviously, uh, Maleficent also has an appearance in Fantasmic, so she's she is present there too. Yeah, Chernabog, the the Disney parade float was it in Spectro Magic? Was that what Chernobyl was? It was Inspector Magic, yes. Again, absolutely incredible. And you think about the technology that Disney has in place now, you could do something. That that villain still is one of the scariest looking villains Disney has had. Not one of the worst villains. Not the worst villain, but one of the scary scariest looking ones. I would argue that that Frollo is is one of the like worst Disney villains. Cruella Deville. Puppies. You think so? Puppies. I mean Frollo was pretty bad, dude. I don't know. Maybe we have a podcast episode on that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that. Moving on. I, I like this concept. Maybe we come back. Let's come back to this. We'll hit this one at the end. So let's move on to Wreck-It Ralph. The rumor is, and the rumor has long been that, whatchamacallit, Stitch's Great Escape is going to be turned into some sort of Wreck-It Ralph themed attraction. Now, whether that's a... I don't, I don't remember. what What was it rumored to be? I don't remember the exact rumor, but I know they've talked about it going in that space for quite some time. Yeah. And Wreck-It Ralph, I don't know if he's still in the projection show at Magic Kingdom, but he was. At the Void, though. The Void does have a Wreck-It-Ralph themed, uh, which is excellent. So so the Void, and and this is not going to be to the movie, but it doesn't have to be. You have the characters. You could make the Wreck-It-Ralph Void into a... Buzz Lightyear type shooter attraction with screen, you know, think Toy Story Mania, basically. Agree or disagree? I agree, but I'm more thinking with uh, with Wreck It Ralph. I'm more thinking of a of a racer type attraction. See, that so, just it, it takes away the classicness classicness of Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph, but I, but so does so does making it a shooter game. Yeah, so I don't know, but I but I would like to see these characters represented in the uh, in the parks for sure. Now, I've I've not seen the second Wreck It Ralph. So I don't know what you could what you could pull from that, but we've seen both of them. I actually think the second one's better than the first one, but yeah, I don't know. Right? This isn't again. It's a movie that it's a it's a movie I really enjoy, and it's one I actually had to learn. I didn't see it in theater, so when Disney Plus came out, it was one of those. Hey, we need to catch up here, and uh, yeah, I do think Wreck It Ralph would would have a strong presence and appeal in the parks. Now the next one we have. Probably a couple different directions you can go here, but I think what 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 we have suggested works. The Jungle Book is a classic, and when I say it's a classic, it was a classic in its original form, and it was so good Disney tried to remake it. wasn't quite as good on the remake, but that just shows you the popularity behind the movie. We have long suggested that Cali River Rapids should have a change or just go away. There's no theme to Cali River Rapids. It's not that 
it's not that we don't well i don't know that we like it actually yeah no we, we, don't, we don't we don't like it we don't really like it and i think it's too short and i think there's no theme there's no story why don't you throw jungle book in there just that alone you, you, ab- would make you it absolutely better. could i mean just go into the monkey's temple and have an uncle louie in there now i don't know if uncle louie is is uncle louie appropriate anymore i don't i don't know but 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 you could do something with the jungle book even without changing the ride at all you could you could put a jungle book theme in here now if you made the ride longer if you if you added some scenes to the ride it, it would be even better but yeah i think you definitely could theme this jungle book now does this fit better as a jungle cruise replacement i i don't really want to replace the jungle cruise but would it work better as a as a jungle cruise replacement or a, a jungle cruise retheme you know an overlay i don't think so and when I saw you type Jungle Cruise as a suggestion, I didn't know if you were going to say make it like a Jungle Cruise because I don't think you'd want to go head-to-head with that attraction. It's too beloved. I think the Jingle Cruise is a really good overlay they do there. I don't know that you could make it a Jungle Cruise overlay without massively overhauling that attraction. But I think if you wanted to instantly change the theme or in- instantly change the mindset behind an attraction, you turn Cali River Rapids into Jungle Book and I think the popularity shoots back through the roof. I mean, it's a popular ride now. But but Disney fans care about a story. That's the reason Rivers of Light had to get changed. There's no story. no story. You're right. You're right. They need a story. So speaking of overlays, because I think this is what you're suggesting this one for, right? Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it, a, is, it a, is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? We're not here to answer that. But we are here to suggest that it needs a presence in Disney World. And... Not many times do I think Disneyland does it better, but their overlay at the Haunted Mansion with Nightmare Before Christmas is doing it better. I just think we need to bring that to Disney World. I think that we need to get the Haunted Mansion Christmas overlay Nightmare Before Christmas. Because uh, Enough said on this. That's, that's all I want. Today, the only presence for Nightmare Before Christmas is, is Mickey's Not So Scary. And, and the popularity is there because of the line to meet these characters and i know they're really cool looking characters for sure but you're talking the event is four hours and two hour two and a half three hour waits for this so the popularity is there if you did this during if you did this during uh christmas or during halloween i think you would you would see an uptick in an already popular attraction that is haunted mansion and then the rescuers I threw this on here because my daughter is obsessed with the rescuers. She she likes the rescuers. She loves the rescuers down under. And I'm I'm just thinking of a flying on the back of the bird type ride through the through the Australian outback. Something like a Soren or something like that. I mean you could you could do more than that, certainly. And didn't you tell me that, that watching this with your daughter you forgot how entertaining it was? It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. And yeah, there, I mean, there were some, uh, there's some great, uh, great voice cast in there too. It's been a while for me since I've seen the Rescuers Down Under, but you had mentioned this prior, so it doesn't surprise me that it made the list. And again, I think anytime you can incorporate an attraction, we've seen the success that Flight of Passage has had. If you can continue to build on that, I mean, it, there was a time. And I don't think it was overblown when people said, not only is Flight of Passage the best attraction in Orlando, 
it's probably the best attraction in the country. So if you can find ways to continue riding that momentum, there is a market for it, and there are park guests who would wait an insane amount of time to ride it. And again, I go back to who is Disney competing with? Let's say Universal primarily. What is the, if you were to compare the two, where would people give Universal the edge? A lot of times it'd be in the thrill ride category. A lot of these movies that we've discussed, and we have one more left, but a lot of these movies we've discussed would add a thrilling component to Disney World. And we're not even suggesting you have to build a fifth gate. And we're these doing- don't have to these don't have to be like super exciting, super thrilling rides. I mean, just because think of the uh what's the new Harry Potter ride that just opened? Hagrid's uh whatever it's called. Yeah, it's Hagrid's I can't remember the full name. I'm sure somebody's going to tweet at us and tell us. And I and we appreciate that. Uh, but I, I'm thinking of something like that. It's not super exciting, it's not super thrilling, but it has enough of a thrill ride aspect. Well, Look at what Disney's doing with Rise of the Resistance. I mean, that's a dark ride with a couple of with a couple of moments that are that have thrill ride aspects to them. Yeah, if you if you were to break, if you took the story out of Rise of Resistance, which I know it's hard to do, but if you did, wouldn't be nearly as popular. Or if you broke what I deem as three different attractions up into three, they wouldn't be as good. But it's, and I know there's a lot of technology in it, and I'm not trying to sell the Imagineer short on this. But there is a market, there is areas where Disney can grow. Some people don't like Disney adding IP to the parks. I think you probably, I I think you have to, if you're going to continue to grow with your audience, because Disney's movies are, I mean, they gross billions of dollars. The last one we have is a suggestion that came from my wife as well. I know she probably should have been on the episode in place of me, but it, it was go back to what we did with the great movie ride. Make it the great Disney ride. Make it the great something where it's all Disney classics. So it's scenes from Disney classics. I I don't think this would be that hard. I don't think this would be that hard either. I think there's enough movies that Disney has to pull from. And I would love to see what the Imagineers could come up with going through. Like, how do you transport somebody into a cartoon world? How do you make them feel like they're in that cartoon world? It would be really cool to see. I mean, you look at what they've done with, with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, without spoiling too much of it, they they have figured out uh, a piece of the puzzle there. And I don't know if it's a ton of projection mapping that Disney puts into this attraction, or if it is animatronics that they actually have in other attractions that they pull in and can kind of build it. And then you end it again, I think, with like a two or three minute film that hits like some of the best scenes ever in these, you know, really similar to The Great Movie Ride. And then I don't think Disney would have to worry about any kind of sponsorships or anything that comes along with it because it's all going to be their own Disney material. Yep, I agree. So that's the list. I don't know how many it was. And I, I know even talking through that many movies, there's going to be a few we, we probably forgot. And for that, I will apologize in advance. Okay. Anything else to say about those? No. I, uh, I enjoyed it and uh, ready to get to the secret and trivia whenever you are. All right, let's do it. And, and do encourage you guys to uh, tweet at us, email us, let us know uh, let us know what we screwed up on. Let us know what you would do. Love to hear it. Secret trivia, go. Yeah, so secret of the night. We often talk about the little hidden gems within Disney World or the areas where you maybe can hear someone with singing lessons. This is another one of those. If you sit on the back patio of Tusker House, you will actually hear people upstairs clanking dishes around and doing some other cleaning. So it does kind of put you uh, put you in that atmosphere really well. Um, and I've never eaten at Tusker House, 
but I did come across this and most people say it's kind of neat to listen to. Going to the trivia question of last week, what attractions queue can you find the Nautilus from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? I should have said what two attractions because literally right after we finished, I realized there was two. So you can find it in Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. And you actually can find it in Winnie the Pooh as well throughout the queue. So it's just a little a little uh, an Easter egg, I think is what they call these, right? And it's just uh, something to tip the cap to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and the ride vehicle, the Nautilus, of course, that was used for that. Here is a tricky question, and I, and I tried to reword this one to give you a hint. So trivia question of this week. What Walt Disney World restaurant can you find a team picture of the Disney Imagineers responsible for working to open Disney's Magic Kingdom? So the hint is that it is a Magic Kingdom, and there's another hint in that question as well. I'll read it one more time. What Walt Disney World restaurant can you find a team picture of the Disney Imagineers responsible for working to open Disney's Magic Kingdom? You can tweet us at Podcast or email us at mendowdw at gmail.com. All right. Well, that's all for this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at Podcast. Also, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash mendowdw. If you have any questions, com- comments, or suggestions, please tweet us or email us at mendowdw at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week.